0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Ringside Chaos, the professional wrestling discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast and Pain Train Pipe Bomb Productions. You all know who I am, so there's no need for me to introduce myself, but ladies and gentlemen, today, AEW's all-in pay-per-view at Wembley Stadium in London, England. Well, quite frankly, I'm very heartbroken to say I was unable to catch this show because I had to go to work. But several friends of mine were so kind enough to provide me with as many details as they can and they kept me updated. And I assured them you are not spoiling anything for me because you know what? That's just how I am. So I want to give a shout out to my good buddy, Mr. Ricky Litwinkwich, as well as Mr. Uncle Mad, who I strongly suggest you check out his YouTube channel because if you like my work, you will definitely love his. Speaking of Ricky and Uncle Matt, these are these these boys. I, I've really tried to get them on the show for the last couple of days regarding the whole thing with Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt. I really wanted to get at least one of them to do a couple of episodes for AEW All In. Unfortunately, they were not available, which you know is okay. I mean, Uncle Matt expressed some regret and some remorse. that was unable to that he's una- unavailable. Matt, Uncle Matt, since I know that you're listening, dude, I just want to assure you. The door is not going to close. Look, one way or the other, we're going fi- to find a way to have you on the show. You will be coming on the show, so don't worry. And I know that everybody that is listening is just as excited that for, for you to be on as I am. We just have to wait till the time is right, and the same thing goes for my friend Ricky. So anyway, so the concept I have for recapping AEW All-In is I'm not going to recap the entire show into just one episode because, number one, this is, this is something I've spoken to some of my loyal listeners this is something that a lot of other pro wrestling podcasts do, and I like to do something a little bit different. So, what I'm going to do is, I'm going to talk about three specific matches, but I'm not going to thrust them into one episode. I'm going to divide them into three. Okay? It's honestly because I don't want to overload my brain, and I don't want to kind of, how you say, confuse everybody. You know, I just want to try something, and honestly, if I can pour out more content focusing on one specific thing, this is something I've done with my other shows, and it works quite well, and I know that it works for this show because I've done it on this show before. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, as we finally get started, so I deeply apologize for the, for the, bit, of the bit of the delay in some of the uh, words I had to start off with. Well, the first match I want to talk about is FTR versus the Young Bucks for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. Well, I certainly did not expect FTR to retain, and the reason why is because everybody knows the, the the legal issues that have recently surfaced involving, um, involving Dash, I believe. Look, the situation, it's rather unfortunate. And look, I don't have all the specific details regarding the thing, and I don't know exactly where they are now. I... I've been assured by several sources that Dash is fully cooperating with the situation, so... So, uh, until they kind of reach a conclusion, I don't know what to say, but... Uh, until the... I mean, as we go along with this whole thing, I mean, Cash Wheeler, again, was arrested for aggravated assault, and... Some would say, look, it's alleged, you know, there's not much to go on, look... Like I said, all we know that he was arrested, I mean, if he's cooperating, I mean... I kind of told myself, well, it's going to be interesting that because of this rest, if he's able to actually travel out of the country and be able to enter the United Kingdom, and then it was assured that there would be no problems, so. so they had the match. So I was actually afraid that this match you know, might have to be scrapped, or God knows you know, what could have happened. So. But you know, there's a history between FTR and the Young Bucks. And the history, honestly, is a blessing to, be, to have witnessed, in my honest opinion. Tag team wrestling. I have praised the art of tag team wrestling for a long time because Singles one-on-one action is brilliant within itself But when you double the pride with tag team action, you only make the excitement even higher and the young bucks And FTR are two of the greatest tag teams that I've ever seen Okay, and I have had more than my fair share of great tag teams Okay, I mean, of course back in the day you had the Legion of doom or when I was a kid you know the Dudley Boys or Team 3D. You know, you know. I'll never forget the New Age Outlaws and and some people. You guys are gonna find this extremely surprising, but the Rock and Saw connection. Personally, I thought the Rock and Saw connection was something huge. Now I can't get into the whole story. The whole story right now, but everybody knows how the mankind. The mankind character is basically what I was when I was a kid. So of course the Rock and Saw connection had a special spot for me. But the history between FTR. And the Young Bucks, I mean, this starts all the way back to 2020 when FTR joined AEW, having previously left the WWE, I think it was a month before. And I think there was actually a time where FTR actually t- tweeted out that they would vow to one day work a match with the Young Bucks and the whole world would, would, would rejoice. And that dream did end up coming true, and the match did not disappoint. Did not Disappoint. Oh boy, you know, as I mentioned, how everything is just such a blessing, you know, when you basically, I will never forget the encounter at full gear 2020. One of the greatest, and I mean one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life, okay? When FTR, basically, now FTR, that day, they lost the AW Tag Team Championships to the Young Bucks. Now FTR had beaten Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page, you know, about b- a few weeks before, back in September of 2020, and, and at full gear at AEW in November 7th of 2020, which of course was in front of nobody because we were in, we were in the middle of a middle of a, of a freaking pandemic. So the young so the young bucks in FTR, I mean, that was actually something huge. Now I should mention that overall in the history, coming to this match here at AEW All In. The series, the history series, was tied at one apiece. Of course, the Young Bucks took the first win again at, eight, at the AEW full gear pay-per-view when they won the tag team titles from FTR. Now, round two, if I'm correct, took, a, took place almost two years later. I think it was approximately 18 months. Now, I think when the Young Bucks, during, the, during their first reign as AEW World Tag Team Championship, um, as the champions, They actually had a heel turn. So, Um, I think, honestly, you know, from from during that time, you know, I'll never forget that match at the AW All Out in 2021 against the Lucha Brothers. I mean, that was one of the greatest matches, too. I mean, the Lucha Brothers are another fantastic tag team. So, Um, it was hard to basically, um, well, it's hard for me to kind of remember exactly. Okay, so it was actually April 6th of last year when we had the second encounter between FTR and the Young Bucks. You know, as I mentioned, I believe, um, in the first encounter, the Young Bucks were the babyfaces, while FTR were the heels. It's interesting that in round two, the rules were reversed. The Young Bucks were the heels, while FTR were the babyfaces. Now, sometimes in a series, in a historic series, but with between, whether it's a singles rivalry or a tag team rivalry, or if it's a stable or whatever... A lot of times, you'll see in one encounter, one particular side are the good guys and the other are the bad guys. And in another encounter, it's the other way around. I mean, again, that's the art right there of tag team wrestling. So, so I think this was short after FTR left the pinnacle and then you know, uh, Tully Blanchard was their manager for a while. So, this was shortly after they dumped uh, Blanchard as their manager. So I think it was, honestly, it was April of last year on, on an edition of AEW Dynamite where they had the second encounter. So so this time, you know, for FTR to actually be able to take the win, you know, to tie, uh, to tie the series at peace. I mean, I felt like it had to be that way because we all knew that round three was eventually coming and it finally did. And I would not be surprised that now because FTR leads the series two to one. There's definitely going to be a round four. And you know, interesting, FTR has won two straight, so I don't think the Young Bucks are going to let it end like this. But then again, it's not going to end in a a historic draw. One team is going to want to win the series once and for all. So. So we all knew that, you know, every single time the Young Bucks and FTR have had a match, you know, they've all been blockbusters, man. All of them. The one at full gear in 2020. The one last year at AEW AEW Dynamite. FTR and the Young Bucks have such tremendous and unique and charismatic chemistry. That this is basically solidifies the true beauty and unique art of tag team wrestling. Okay. FTR and the Young Bucks. My God. Of course you want to keep it going. Now the matches need to happen at the right time. They have to be built. But you know what? Because the three previous matches, including the one at All In at Webley Stadium, since they were all tremendously beautiful blockbusters, of course, I don't want the process to be rushed as far as building it back up. Now, I'm skipping ahead a little bit, because at the end of the match, FTR extended their arms for a handshake, but the Young Bucks did not go with it. Now I understand it was not really it was not a good night for the elite. Let me let me actually say that right off the bat because not only did the Young Bucks lose, but if I remember correctly, the um the Golden Elite also lost. So <laughs> So you know, and the, and the Golden Elite, you know, for them for them to lose, you know, you know uh, it was a uh, Kota Ibushi, Kenny Omega, and Hangman Adam Page losing. So yeah, it, it was it was not their night. So. So it doesn't surprise me that because that match took place after it, that the Young Bucks were teasing a heel turn. Now, the heel turn is not complete yet, but again, it's a teaser, but we all know the Young Bucks are headed for for another heel turn. And we know for sure that the Young Bucks and FTR, they are not finished yet. Some people probably would strongly insist that they have not even gotten started. You know what? If the whole thing, With FTR and the Young Bucks, if we've seen nothing out of it yet, then you know what? I'm ready to see more. But again, the matches, because they've all been tremendous so far, they want the matches to continue being good. You know what? I would not be surprised. You know what? I'm fully confident. If we think that the previous three matches were special, if what we saw here at All-In at Wembley Stadium was special, I promise you that FTR and the Young Bucks, they can only do even better in the next encounter. That right there is the art of their of their charisma between the two teams, okay? The chemistry, the charisma, everything. They can only go better, bro. I, I, I believe it. Now, I might be the, the biggest idiot in the world for saying that, but then again, of course, it's my honest opinion. But, I, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, you know, the Young Bucks and that's your, I mean, I'm sure Uncle Nad would, would agree to this because, He's talked to me several times about how he loves the chemistry between FTR and the Young Bucks, and I'm sure that he would he would even say that they can only they can even do better. So, but as I said, yeah, they can. But at the same time, we have to be patient because we don't want to rush anything. The match, the next round, needs to be built up. Now I don't know how long that's gonna take, but I know that they can build it up properly. So, but man, but what? You know, I tried my best to watch some highlights, you know, from this whole match, but. Based on, on the notes, now I'm not going to read the notes the notes word for word from here, but, you know, the super kicks from the Young Bucks, you know, of course, you know, the BTE's trigger, I mean, man, the springboard 450, I mean, all, all the moves that both teams do, I mean, I'm telling you, these, these Thriller Classic matches, again, the next time, it's 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 only going to get, it, it, I mean, I, I can only imagine, it, it's only going to get better, but, Oh, but, you know, this, this tag team action, man, oh, so so brutal right there, so, huh. you know, of course, you know, FTR hitting the shatter machine for the win, I mean, huh, we talk about the BTE trigger, the shatter machine, the shatter machine, you know, the kicks, everything, you know, the high flying stuff from the Young Bucks, to, you know, to the old school fighting brawling ways from FTR, huh, my goodness i mean again one team is, is are the high flyers the other team are, are the technical fight the brute the, the 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 brawling fighters man the old school guys like ftr man it's, it's it's just so incredible and now again I'm not gonna go detail by detail you know based on all we saw in the match because i I, I could do that but but if you for those of you that saw the match i mean you could just you could just tell it now Again, I saw, you know, as much as I could see, you know, from uh, Twitter and, and everything, you know, as many highlights as I could, I mean, as difficult as it was, but, you know, I'm just like, you know, it, it's so mesmerizing that I have a hard time, you know, honestly speaking straight because it's just, it's just impacting my mind so positively and I'm so grateful to see such tremendous professional wrestling, I mean. You know, my buddy Rick. You know, of course, saying how the the ma- the card for this match you know, was very long. I mean, you know, that, that's all elite wrestling right there. And you know, and speaking of, a, you know, this in this particular show as well. I mean, the, the impact that it's made is it just you know honestly, all it, it just all speaks all speaks for itself. You know, on uh, greatly. So there was actually some very interesting facts that I, I saw from the the show earlier, but. But see, but seeing what we saw, man, it's, it's just, whew. but like, if, if if you were right there, like if you you saw it live, I mean, you know, Bleacher Report, they gave this match, the, they 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 gave him an A for this match. So, I mean, the, I mean, I think the the finish of the match was good. I mean, the way to end it, that that's how it was, and and again, the the fact that. FTR offers a handshake, but the young bucks say no. I mean, oh boy, man, you know. Again, you know. See, right now, I mean, they it, 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 it's kicked in big time. That I'm just having a hard time speaking because it's, I'm just so freaking mes- mesmerized by, by by this whole thing. I mean, you know, because I have three more episodes actually coming up, so I, I decide I'm gonna add another one. So. I mean, the fact that AEW All-In set a new worldwide record for a professional wrestling event at a little over 81,000 fans at Wembley Stadium. Huh. My goodness, I mean... Tony Collin took a chance, and my God. Huh. I mean, for AEW All-In once again to officially set the worldwide record for the most paid fans at any pro wrestling event. Huh. That's not easy, folks, and Tony Khan did it. Tony Khan did it, okay? Oh, man. Oh, boy. And, you know, I mentioned that, you know, and a lot of the things, you know, of course, you know, Mercedes Vernardo, who formerly known as Sasha Banks, I mean, she was actually there in, in the audience, so... This is probably something I should talk about in one of the uh, episodes I plan on doing next uh, about the AEW Women's World Championship, so, uh, don't forget to tune in, so... Honestly, man, for Mercedes Vernado to be there, she's currently signed with New Japan, and as we know, New Japan Pro Wrestling has a partnership with All Elite Wrestling. I mean, think of th- think of what what could just happen in the future. I mean, could you imagine just Mercedes Ver- Vernado, you know, working with with some of the top fighters and uh, female fighters in AEW? I mean, we can be in for any major surprises, man. I mean, just like we were when we saw FTR versus Young Bucks in round three. The match, just like the previous two, did not disappoint. It was so impressive that I had such a difficult time speaking about it, but I still basically decided I'm going to do this episode, whether it's by myself or with a guest. It had to be done, so here I am. But ladies and gentlemen, tune in for the next three, because if you think this was good, just you wait. But ladies and gentlemen, for now I'd like to remind you that Ringside Chaos is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Please do me a favor. Hit the subscribe button and please be sure that you hit the notification bell. That way, I know for sure that you will not be missing out on any exciting upcoming content. And one more thing. If you have friends or family members that love professional wrestling and they are looking for the greatest pro wrestling podcast in the world, then ladies and gentlemen, Ringside Chaos is the show that they need to listen to. So please, have them subscribe to the show as well, because I promise, no, I guarantee it, that they will love it. So thank you very, very much, ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen, God bless, and I'll see you on the next one. Take care now.